is the Go Blue Crew. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Go Blue Crew. I'm Tyler Fenwick with Derek Devine. Quick announcement before we get started. I am running my window air conditioning unit because it is 135 degrees here in central Indiana, and I would normally turn it off and just kind of suck it up, but it was off for like five minutes, and I started to sweat, and it's just not worth it, so a little hiss hum in the background that's what that is but other than that Derek I'm doing okay how are you doing you know the way you describe that makes it sound like you are just really really going through it right now I am I mean there's that's a great way to put it because um as you know Derek I'm coaching a youth baseball team and my my teams don't cancel practice come hell or high water that's my philosophy so we're out there Monday evening. Uh, it's it's not sunny, so that's good, but it was, like, freaking humid. And, you know, we, we didn't do as much as we would normally do, but we didn't take it easy either. And then yesterday, Tuesday, um, supposed to have a game, find out at the last minute that it gets canceled because of the heat. Meanwhile, half my team is, like, on their way or showing up, and I'm like, frantically getting a hold of people apologizing you know hey they didn't tell me I just found out when I got here so that brings me to today when I knew it was going to be hell sitting up here in this guest room that hardly ever gets used but thankfully we do have this window unit and I turned it on about a half hour before I came up and it made a difference but as soon as I turned it off it was just like right back to as though it, it's not even here it just sun beating down through the window uh, very, very hot and humid on the, on the second floor here in my home. So yeah, going through it definitely. Yeah, this is one of those days that feels like Florida and reminds me that I lived, you know, in Florida for two different uh, times, and I can barely handle one day of this. I don't know how I used to do it, you know, all summer long plus downpouring rain. Uh, I was a different character back then, you know. I was yeah. complaining at work today, complaining when I got home. Oh boy! Uh, luckily, my little setup is in a basement, so the basement is ah. significantly cooler than the main floor or the upstairs. Uh, but the moment I, you know, walk up the the steps after the show uh, is done, I'll probably turn right back around and just sit in the basement tonight because it will be <laughs> 20 degrees warmer uh, one floor up and probably 20 degrees warmer than that two floors up. Oh my gosh! And your bedroom's up on that second floor, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, we actually got a, a nice little uh, window unit. We do have the the AC throughout the house, but we got an extra window unit just to just to cool down the bedroom at night. I'm just Jeez. I can't I can't sleep hot, so you know I went and spent the extra money. And, and why not run two air conditioners? You know? I keep telling these kids, the players, you know, like if it rains and they're complaining, rain makes you tough. It's hot, they're complaining, the sun makes you tough. I'm trying to like spin everything to like tell them that sometimes you just got to go through it. You got to suck it up and just go through it. And that's what I'm doing. Go through through the thick of it, I guess. So enough complaining for me today. Um, Derek, what do you say we talk about some Cade McNamara, J.J. McCarthy stuff, some Michigan quarterback stuff that we haven't gotten to, I don't think, all off season. What do you say? I am down. I can't believe we've waited until literally days before summer starts to finally talk about this. 
Oh yeah, when's the eclipse again? Uh, I think June 21st. Okay. I was thinking 26th, but I think you're right. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Um, what are your initial thoughts, I guess, on getting into you know the summer months? Uh, we're starting to like get into the early stages of of the anticipation for a new season. I don't think I've seen as much quarterback stuff on social media as I thought I would. Are you seeing much or, or as much as you thought you would? No. Uh, part of it, I think, because the the injury to, to JJ. And then I think another part because uh, both guys are kind of getting equal time with the NIL deals that they're signing. Uh, very different deals, very different players, uh, and very different opinions out there really on, on who should – who should be starting but it's been relatively quiet and i almost think the the media i think they'll hype it up when the time is right but like us you know we've kind of sat on thoughts for a while and not really shared uh anything uh and so it's almost like you know people are just willing to let it, let it play out and this is the same you know fan base media you know you name it that used to argue about you know whether or not john o'corn would be good enough to start so to, <laughs> to have a, a big 10 championship winning quarterback and a former five-star recruit uh, with a lot of uh, talent in J.J. McCarthy and not have that be the every week conversation is, is rare territory, in my opinion. Yeah, I love it. I mean, this is a great place to be in as a fan, finally. It feels like we don't get too many of these opportunities. Uh, yeah, the big thing, I guess, at this point is J.J. McCarthy's shoulder is coming back to good health, and um, I don't think it was ever really clear like what exactly happened but I, I think what is kind of clear at this point is it, it wasn't very serious just took some time off from throwing I my initial read on it was like oh this sounds like giving like shutting down a pitcher mm -hmm. like okay you're done you're not throwing anymore not necessarily like oh shoot that's that's a bad injury we need to get this looked at and again like I don't think there's been much out there about the extent of it, but just the way this whole thing played out, it seemed like they were shutting him down for a little bit and just giving his arm a break. Even though he wasn't the starting quarterback making all of those throws, you got to factor in practice and camp and, you know, all these extra throws that come outside of a fall Saturday football game. And maybe it just reached that point, you know, shut it down for a little bit and, and we'll come back. I, I was just never worried. I, I don't think too many people actually were worried. The whole thing didn't seem that alarming, but it definitely is nice to have that reassurance that he's, you know, back throwing and if not back to normal, uh, you know, certainly like seems like he's on his way back to normal. Yeah. I think he, like you said, kind of like shutting a pitcher down. Uh, you know, he, he's historically had a bunch of clips of him, you know, doing 360 throws and slinging the rocks. Oh, you arm. know, the kids nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's as much of, you know, let's just, let's shut that down. Like we know you're talented. We know that you could probably lead this team, uh, stay healthy, uh, keep from throwing the ball this spring when it's not really necessary. You know, that it's not a question of, of JJ McCarthy's arm or his athleticism. Uh, it's more of his ability to, uh, you know, read plays, uh, make the right decision, keep from making mistakes. You know, you had Cade McNamara play pretty much mistake-free football, all things considered, uh, this season. 
uh, J.J. McCarthy made some big mistakes in, in a big game on the road and a loss to, to Michigan State. Albert also made some big plays in the game, uh, like the, the Big Ten Championship and, and a win against Ohio State. And then it was really the only light uh, that Michigan had on offense uh, in, in the playoff. And so, you know, I, I think he's fine. I don't think it was ever a very serious thing. I mean, we'll know if it's something that turns into a nagging injury and it comes back up maybe in fall camp or something. But, yeah, I think – you know, there's a lot to be resolved, but I don't know that his health is going to come into play, at least going into the season, on whether or not he'll be starter uh, or whether it will be Cade McNamara. You know, this would have been a great opportunity for him to develop that left-handed throw. Just mm. shut down the right arm. I mean, really, if, you, if, if you're thinking about it, like, that's the only part of, of your body that needs shut down when you're talking about throwing. Um, unless you've injured like your groin or something, get that left arm in in the motion. Like, see what you can do with that, right? I mean, now you, can you imagine JJ McCarthy like rolling out and rather than making a cross body throw with his right arm, just you know, rips one off with his left? Can't you see it? That will be, uh, yeah, top five pick for sure uh, if he can somehow pull that off. You know, I think I think some of the arm soreness is he took some licks, not only during the season, but especially against Georgia and that ferocious defense. Uh, I think if you mix uh, taking a couple of uh, shots that you maybe should have slid for uh, with, you know, kind of tossing around for fun in the off season, uh throwing some bombs to your, uh, you know, your, your counterparts, uh, I think you're going to have a little bit of arm soreness. You know, I have arm soreness lifting a couple of boxes at work from the basement to the to the top oh, yeah. floor. So, you know, this is a this is a kid who uh, he he wants the hit. He wants to 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 get the hit. You know, feel contact. But you know, he's also a potential starting quarterback that needs to stay healthy all season. So they're going to do everything they can to shut it down. And and I think the other thing that they're trying to do the best at shutting down. You know, I think Harbaugh finally mentioned some things. Uh, about it being a competitive QB battle, about the you know most predictable thing he would have said, you know, yeah. uh, best player's going to play uh, no matter who won the Big Ten Championship, no matter who started in the past. Uh, I think they're trying to keep this hype, uh, you know, at a minimum, uh, and this controversy at a minimum. You've got you've to keep two guys happy this season, no matter who starts, uh, in hopes well, that both of them return. So, you know, whoever yeah. it is will be the better player, but, you know, you still have to manage that relationship. Uh, overall and, and that's I think the the great uh, great opportunity to bring up Cade McNamara then because of that relationship because he gets asked about it all the time and I think most recently he was on the in the trenches podcast and he talked about a you know com, uh, competitions really healthy for any position really forces you to bring your best every single day that's all you can ask for I think it's extremely healthy like that is a very diplomatic Harbaugh way to talk about a position in the past I feel like Cade McNamara has leaned a little bit more into the fact that everybody seems to just anticipate J.J. McCarthy going into his second year is going to surpass McNamara become Michigan's starting quarterback and lead them to a national championship or something like that and he's saying uh, hold on pump the brakes wait a minute like I am the quarterback who won a Big Ten championship, took a Michigan team to the college football playoff, beat Ohio State, on and on and on. And and he, he embraced that. It really seemed that way. And I'm not saying he's letting that go by any means. But 
um, at least, you know, more recently, maybe as they get ready to, I guess, uh, what would Harbaugh say, hunker down or whatever in, into the summer and, and, and then into the fall, like uh, maybe they will just kind of back off of this whole thing and, and, and not say anything even uh, nearly provocative. But I think Cade McNamara, just based on what he said in the past, has, has made his position pretty clear, which is that, you know, he, he believes like he is this team's number one quarterback and he's got the stuff on his resume to prove it, which I personally love, but I always do wonder just like, what is the exact relationship between those two and how does that fit in with the rest of the team? There's just so much going on there. Yeah. You know, Harbaugh also balanced like, you know, what, what, what's it going to look like? Do you have two guys that play again uh, or one guy out there all the time? Uh, I think what we'll probably see is Cade McNamara starting to start the season that's the interesting thing about Michigan season is their first several weeks uh, should be very easy victories. So you're likely going to see the same starter you saw last year with a little bit more J.J. McCarthy mixed in. But I think if J.J. McCarthy ends up starting, I don't see much of Cade McNamara uh, getting in because it's likely that if J.J.'s starting, it's because he's doing even what Cade McNamara does the best better. Uh, the athleticism is what kept J.J. McCarthy uh, on the field and getting some reps, and, and that will likely be what sets him apart. As um, I would say, the most likely starter as the season continues is you know the same reason he went in uh, against uh, Georgia in, in the college football playoff in a blowout is you know he could at least escape the the sacks uh, when the line wasn't able to block Georgia's defenders, uh, no matter what position they were blitzing from. Uh, JJ McCarthy could at least spin out and make some plays. You know, through a good pass to Donovan Edwards and a touchdown to Andrell Anthony. So, yeah, I mean, that relationship is so unique. Uh, like you said, Caden McNamara has definitely made it uh, clear on how he feels. He's a Big Ten championship winning quarterback, and that's not anything that will ever be able to be taken away from him. Whether he plays another down at Michigan football or not, that's what he was uh, for the 2021 season. Uh, Michigan was 12-2 and with their first appearance to the college football playoff uh, and beat Ohio State. Uh, under his leadership at the quarterback position. Um, but, yeah, you know, Harbaugh will always give you very little. It's, you know, there are multiple options. You know, we got to figure out who the best player is, and the best player is the one who plays the best. That's who will be starting. That's about the extent that Harbaugh is going to give up, probably between now and the fall. Though, I think it is interesting to know how Cade McNamara moves, uh, he says what he says moving forward, because I think his tone will change. At, at some point, you're going to know that you're maybe a little bit limited, at least athleticism-wise, as a quarterback. And if J.J. McCarthy is just throwing dots left and right and looks really good in practice and clicking with guys and able to do things that McNamara is not, I mean, you're going to potentially have to take a back seat. And at that point, you know, you stay ready uh, in case your number's called upon. Uh, but you're also playing for uh, hopefully a professional career yourself. So uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, I think both are going to get high praise. Um, you know, Carbaugh calls it competitive but not combative, so implies that they at least have a cordial relationship. I would hope that's the case, uh, but I do not envy someone like Matt Weiss or, or Coach Harbaugh having to manage uh, this relationship at all. Yeah, and you know, you said something kind of interesting I hadn't even thought of about how if this does flip and it's J.J. McCarthy starting either at the beginning of the season or at some point during the season, the rotation thing is is most likely done like it's not Cade McNamara coming in 
as the changeup, the curveball, or whatever that McCarthy was last season because they're just two different quarterbacks, and I think the the splitting reps thing only works the way they've done it. And I guess they could prove me wrong, but the only way I can even realistically see that is, I don't know, do you bring McNamara in as your third down and or red zone quarterback? It wouldn't be unheard of. I I would not be a fan of that. Um, but we, we have seen Harbaugh and his staffs in the past, like try to do, things with the quarterback position and it typically doesn't work I think last season is a really good example of something that does work so I can't say it's like totally out the window if, if uh, McCarthy becomes the starter but I think you're right that uh, you know the the having two quarterbacks running you in and out uh, of the offense like that probably only works the way they've been doing it and do you think as long as McNamara is the starter like how how much of a role do you give J.J. McCarthy, uh, you know, especially relative to like what we saw last season when he was getting heavy reps? You know, you think about um, the Michigan State game, uh, you know, key moments in the Ohio State game. Like, what do you think his workload looks like? I think you're going to see more and more of them. I, I think the only reason it slowed down is because I think he got beat up in that Michigan State game. You know, there is a reason in that game, a game that was close, a game that he made an incredible throw for the second touchdown uh, to, to Andrew Anthony for his second touchdown of the game. Um, you know, he was in that game in big moments, and, you know, you could say, you know, he failed. You know, him and Blake Corum had the messy exchange. He uh, yeah. fumbled the ball out of bounds another time. Uh, but he was in there for a reason. I think that they were really, really uh, liking what they were seeing out of J.J. McCarthy and the potential he brought. And I think he showed that he maybe was just was not quite ready. Uh, and, and Michigan wasn't willing to, to, to deal with any potential mistakes because he's trying too hard to make the, the crazy play. And one of his craziest plays was like on a third and whatever where he scrambled around for, it felt like, 10 minutes and then finally... I found a tight end. I don't even remember if it was a first down. He essentially just completed the pass. Um, and it was like a wild play, but, you know, it didn't really go anywhere. You know, he's full of wild plays, uh, and I think you're going to see him more and more. But, uh, yeah, I would be shocked, I guess I'll say it this way, uh, if he's, you know, if they go the first quarter of the first game and you, and you still haven't seen any of J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, I think that would, that would probably shock me too, and most everybody else. And then Twitter would get going and be like, "Is he hurt? What's going on? Is he on the team?" It's like, no, he's clearly on the sideline. Whatever. But I'd be um, I'd be as surprised if he trots out there as the starter in game one. Really? So, okay. You know, I think that you're gonna let Cade McNamara be the quarterback he is, but I just think you you can't keep JJ McCarthy off the field, and I think that's back to Michigan State. You put him out there, uh, made a mistake or two. And I think you saw him maybe take a little bit more of a back seat, and then you saw him, you know, more and more again uh, as the season went on, and some more big moments in the Big Ten championship, even. So uh, I think that they got maybe a little bit too excited. Uh, he had a costly mistake, uh, potentially cost them the football game. Uh, a number of other things could have gone better too, like not letting a running back score five well, touchdowns sure. on you. You know, Ohio State sure. can say the same yeah. thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I think they really gung-ho on him uh and i'd say he's likely to be uh way more polished of a player in 2022 than he was in his limited time in 2020. 
Okay, so put on your, your Jim Harbaugh hat. Like, what do you need to see out of J.J. McCarthy to tell you that he's ready to go from being a complimentary change of speed quarterback to the guy? Uh, I think it starts with leadership. You know, I think that's something that Cade McNamara did well. You know, he led the team 12-2, uh, and two, uh, one of the best seasons in, in recent history, if not in history. Uh, and I think he took command of the offense and played mistake-free football. If you can have J.J. McCarthy step up as that leader, uh, prove he's ready to, to lead the team, gel with the guys, and then ultimately uh, play mistake-free football, including not taking huge licks on unnecessary scrambles uh, and games at meaningless moments like you know uh, we've seen. See, it feels like every quarterback that's athletic, uh, like a Dylan McCarthy breaking a collarbone, uh, just scrambles and just is looking for a hit, and it's just not super smart. Yeah. So I think if you if you can lead and you can limit your mistakes, I think the rest uh, comes pretty naturally for him. I'm gonna say it's it's got to be like consistency. It's the thing that Cade McNamara just all season had the upper hand on. It didn't matter how well, or it it didn't matter like what wild play J.J. McCarthy made. You would come back to earth and and see that Cade McNamara was the guy for the job because he just didn't make mistakes. He was always making the right play, hardly ever lost yardage. I mean, he just did those little things that kept the offense going forward. And I think we've learned enough about Jim Harbaugh to know that that's something he values tremendously, taking care of the football and avoiding negative plays. If J.J. McCarthy can all of a sudden start to do that, uh, and it may not even have to be to the level that Cade McNamara does it, but if you can get better at that and earn that level of trust, maybe, I think that's that's probably the thing that takes him over the edge um, in in somebody like Jim Harbaugh's mind because that's something Cade McNamara has really excelled in and you know that's the thing he's been better at. And so as the number two, as the guy trying to get that job, if you could do that and also you know be more athletic with a stronger arm, um, you've already you know, got the, the accuracy. I mean, I think that's that's an A-plus resume for J.J. McCarthy at that point if he can do it. Okay, so last thing here, and it's the obvious one. Who is Michigan's starting quarterback to start the season? And if, if you take Cade McNamara, does J.J. McCarthy start at some point, and vice versa? If you say J.J. McCarthy's going to start, do you think it ever goes back to Cade McNamara? As of now, June 2022, uh, ending spring, even though it feels like uh, middle of a Florida summer today. I'm up in Satan's attic over here. As of today, I've got Cade McNamara starting game one. Uh, I would not be shocked if by the time they play Hawaii at night, uh, week two, uh, that J.J. McCarthy is the starter. Uh, I think J.J. McCarthy finished the season as the starter, and I think it happens sooner than later. I just don't see uh, him starting that first game unless – you know, we hear something different, uh, and it's just super obvious to everybody by the time fall camp comes around. How about you? Uh, I'm, I'm going to do something similar. I think Jay, or, uh, Cade, uh, I can't talk. Cade McNamara is the starting quarterback against Colorado State. What is that, September 3rd? Yep. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's as early as week two that he gets a, that, that Harbaugh turns to J.J. McCarthy, but I – I think when you get into like perhaps Maryland territory, if if you're gonna make a change, let's do it at home against Maryland noon kickoff, 
before the next week you travel to Iowa. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's a strategic move right there. I, I'm i so hesitant to say, like, I'm calling that because I, I don't know. But That's fair. I mean, that's a fair timing. But if you're keeping – if you're hiding his talent as a strategic advantage at Iowa – Oh, I'm no, no, I'm not talking about gaining an advantage. I'm saying like, you don't want to give JJ McCarthy his first start. Oh yeah, Absolutely. potentially in a night game at Kinnick. Absolutely you know? not. If he's not starting by the time a night game at Kinnick falls around, I potentially I might, I might think yeah. that Cade McNamara is starting the rest of the season. Uh, and the, if he's not starting yeah. by yeah that first road game in a very tough environment where Michigan's gonna have to claw to win that game no matter who's playing, uh, I. I would say that his chances of starting the rest of the season are limited. That that may be uh, the second toughest game on their schedule, and it, it might not even be close uh, because that the Iowa team is a, is a serious team, and that is a very serious place to play after, what, four home games to start the season yeah. and no buys up until that point. Uh, that is not going to be uh, an easy game. So you at least have to see him uh, play as a starter in the first Big Ten game uh, homecoming week. So I, I'll agree with you there. It's it's got to happen by then if it's going to happen. I just happen to think it might happen a little bit earlier. Okay, you know my my thinking there is is like what can Cade McNamara do against Colorado State or Hawaii or UConn to lose the job? You know, like it just doesn't seem like that's really plausible. If if you go out and just win those games handily, it doesn't even need to be like big blowouts just do your job the thing you did all last season and like you know the way he in a loss lit up Michigan State like hopefully it's not in a loss again but if he goes out and does that against Iowa or something or against Penn State or uh heck even again against Michigan State uh late in October like that's the kind of thing that to me just just gives me so much confidence in Cade McNamara even though that was a loss last year against Michigan State I walked away from that game thinking like Cade McNamara is the guy I'm happy to see J.J. McCarthy come in get these reps provide a little something different for the offense but there's no way you have to turn away from Cade McNamara so that's kind of like I'm so torn I can see this going either way but I'll just say like I, I will not be at all surprised and I don't think anybody really would be surprised to see um, the scenario we've kind of laid out here where Cade McNamara starts to open the season, but then probably earlier rather than later, uh, Bog is handed over to J.J. McCarthy and it's his for the rest of the way. That's, you know, that's kind of my position. Hey, you know what? The beauty of this is because we've opened the can of worms, uh, yeah. we get to talk about it every month until uh, September 3rd. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd, I'd love nothing more than, than to talk about Michigan's quarterback situation uh before we go really quickly Derek the Tigers had a players only meeting today after mm. their blowout loss to the White Sox what do we think uh yeah I think <laughs> Chris Illich is gonna show up and be like hey everything's fine I'm not gonna spend any money ever is Chris Fetter gonna go coach Michigan that would be you know maybe that's what they're talking about or perhaps Brandon Inge I, I heard he's been like a volunteer assistant over yeah, there yes I honestly had no idea Tough to lose a very credible head coach that's, you know, made Michigan baseball a postseason team. Uh, but, hey, you know, uh, those things happen. Baseball rules in the south, uh, they actually get to play year-round down there. Yeah. Uh, and I think just like the, the, you know, the last hire, uh, I think the 
probably get a pretty good hire. You know, I, I think that there's teams up north that are proven that they can hang with the teams in the south, even if it's a lot less consistently uh, than, than maybe us in the north. Would hope for. All right. Well, we'll drop it there. And next time we come back, um, I have no idea what the heck we'll talk about, but, but we'll think of something likely football related or we're getting up close to the NBA draft. It'll be something. So until then, take care out there and go blue. Blue.